you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters, bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Welcome to The Press Zone, Philadelphia, right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. We're so glad you're here with us today for The Press Zone, Philly. Uh, I am your host, Amy Johnson, the lead correspondent here at the AHL Report, and I'm joined each and every week by my tremendously fabulous co-host, the founder of Rocket Sports Media. That would be Rick Stevens. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Happy early St. Patty's Day. To you, too. Are you celebrating? Well, um, not, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> now, you should be celebrating, though. I should? Already? Well, I'm, I was just looking at the uh, the Rocket Sports uh, Fantasy Hockey League oh, and yeah. seeing some uh, movement there. Um, yes, the uh, my bottom-dwelling team, as I said last week, uh, I was just waiting, dormant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for the first half of the season, letting the rest of the managers in my division get complacent. And then I was going to start my comeback. And uh, yeah, I, I won uh, won my matchup last week, moved up a place in the standings. And um, Should the Farnham Flyers be uh, a little nervous? Uh, are you going to be challenging the, the, uh, the Adams division that you're in? Mm -hmm. Are be challenging the... Uh, the lead in that division. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm facing off this week I against the commissioner's son. So I've already had to kind of apologize in advance that I'm going to have to <laughs> completely destroy the commission's son. Because uh, I really have... It's not a good luck. I know. It's not, but Gritty would you do it. Do, well, he would. <laughs> Absolutely. He Gritty would. would do it. Yeah, he would. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, speaking of uh, fantasy sports... Mm -hmm. um, Switching over to basketball. Hey, Villanova. Hey, Drexel. Uh, the tournament is finally here. The brackets have been set and the teams are ready to hit the court. Uh, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy, is celebrating with their largest free college basketball survivor pool ever. How large? Oh, just $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. And if that's not enough, check this out. When you enter the free DraftKings $1 million survivor pool, you could get a shot at winning $10,000 for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament. It's, it's easy to play. Uh, just pick one team per day. If they win, you survive and advance to the next round. Last person standing is the winner. But remember, you can only pick a team 
once for the entire tournament. So choose wisely. DraftKings is a safe and secure app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So get in on all of this week's action. Download the DraftKings app now. Enter code THPN during sign up and enter the free $1 million survivor pool. Again, that is code THPN to enter into DraftKings free $1 million survivor pool. Eligibility restrictions and terms and conditions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You can guarantee I'm going to be doing that. Uh, of course, we are a proud Hockey Podcast Network affiliate, and uh, that special code THPN is all thanks uh, to our affiliation with them and our sponsorship with DraftKings. Um, and Philly fans, I know there's a lot of Flyers fans who are College Hoops fans uh, in the city of Philadelphia, so... Get in there. Download the DraftKings app. Put that THPN code in. Enter that survivor pool. Don't pick the Philly teams too early. <laughs> and you should also be a fan of this podcast because this podcast yeah. is especially for you. Oh, yeah. The Press Zone, um, we have, uh, if if uh, you've been away for a couple of weeks, we have divided and mm. tailored uh, this podcast, the, po- the Press Zone Philadelphia just for Flyers fans, uh, just for uh, Phantoms fans. Mm-hmm. And so that's all we're going to be talking about in this episode. That's right. Uh, the only time that you will need to hear the Olay song is if you are singing it to taunt the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens, which is the only time it's appropriate to sing it. I'm on board with that, actually. (laughs) All right. Well, we do have plenty to talk about in this episode. The first in the first segment, we are going to, uh, of course, discuss the Philadelphia Flyers. And are they lucky they pulled out the game that they pulled out against the New York Rangers? Otherwise, this was going to be a very depressing segment. Uh, But we are going to talk a little bit about that not so small slump uh, while they were on their homestand that they went through. Um, And. Just talk, uh, Rick and I are going to talk a bit about um, Carter Hart and a goaltender's development at, at his age um, and and the situation that the Flyers are in right now with, with Carter Hart and Brian Elliott. Now, of course, you know, Carter Hart came up with a big win uh, in this game against the Rangers, and I think it was, I think that was good for him, um, but we're going to, we're going to kind of take the microscope to that a little bit in the first segment. Then, of course, in the second segment, we go down on the farm to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and uh, we'll catch you up with um, what's been going on with them. They actually have not been playing very much uh, because of games that have been postponed due to COVID-19 protocols. We'll fill you in on all of that, uh, as well as uh, give you some notes about a couple of the young guns who uh, they're making their names making their names heard. We had a couple of first pro goals happen over the weekend, so we definitely want to tell you about that, and an injury update on a young prospect as well. Uh, And then finally, in the third segment, we go around the AHL, where each and every week we introduce you to the CCM AHL Player of the Week, so we'll do that for you in that segment. Uh, Take a peek at the standings and see how uh, the Phantoms are faring against the rest of the field, and a pretty fun feel-good finale today with... um, it's actually based off of a, vid- a video that uh, my wonderful co-host Rick sent to me, uh, which was uh, some pretty spectacular technology. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. 
So let's start with those flyers. Um, I, I don't think that we, I, I, I doubt anyone listening right now uh, needs to be reminded of how poorly the team played ever since Lake Tahoe, uh, how poorly the team played on their long homestand. Uh, they, you know, and, and that really started um, in that, that, that week that they spent in in Pittsburgh where they lost two of those three games against the Penguins. Um, and then um, they lost to Buffalo and then they lost to Washington and then they lost again to Washington. Um, and it just progressed <laughs> from there. Um, in fact, you know, Carter Hart was struggling so much. You saw him get pulled um, in that in that game against Buffalo, he he was out to end the first period. Elliot came in, uh, did the best he could, but uh, they lost that one in the shootout, actually. Um, and and Elaine Vigneault said straight out, "Look, um, Carter's Carter's not playing with enough. Um, he's not playing aggressively enough. I'd like to see him attack." Uh, the game a little bit more. I'd like to see him battle more was a word that he used. And so uh, sure enough, Carter Hart sat out for two games and and spent a week working with Kim Dillabaugh and and getting back into the place that he needs to be. I mean, Rick, um, his post game that night um, after that Buffalo game was gut-wrenching to watch. Um, it's We all know that Carter Hart's a very cerebral goalie, but I mean, he couldn't, he was hiding under the brim of his hat, talking about how hor- uh, he just, he looked like he wanted to crawl in a hole and die. It's, it's really tough. I don't like seeing uh, goaltenders like that. No. He's very open and very open with his emotions. And, uh, but I don't like seeing him be that open because as you said, it was, it was gut-wrenching and Mm -hmm. uh he said i need to not overthink things i need to trust my game uh but i don't feel like myself and and that was a statement that that uh i boy um that was hard to hear um it was and and i think the difficult thing for for carter hart was the way that he was rushed and uh we saw him with the phantoms i mean it was a short stay just 18 Mm -hmm. games he wasn't really lighting it up. Uh, um, I mean, you know, uh, goals against uh, of three, uh, save percentage nine oh two. He was playing all right, mm-hmm. uh, but he was uh, seemed to be having some lapses. And you really wanted to see him uh, spend some time uh, so he could learn how to go through uh, these rough patches. And uh, rushing him into the NHL, he had actually when he when when he was uh elevated promoted he was playing better with the flyers than he was the phantoms That's right. and and but but you always worried that he would run into one of these these patches where he'd need to understand and and have uh coping strategies for for when he started to struggle and he doesn't seem to have that right now he he seems a bit lost and that's tough to see and now keep in mind of course the flyers went through how many goaltenders did they go through that season 12 oh oh, for sure i mean it was insane um so you know you have you've you've got a, a top goaltending prospect in the pipeline you've got to tap him and that's understandable um but Rick, we also know that um, prospect development takes different lengths of time for every single player, but it is an especially long process for goaltenders. Um, and 
Carter Hart is still very young. Carter Hart is very talented. Carter Hart is very skilled. And Carter Hart uh, looks like a monster when he's really on. But he's still very young. And there's parts of the game that still need to develop for him, right? And 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 unfortunately, he's having to go through those things under the microscope of a, you know, a, a a rabid fan base uh, in a in a big sports city under the microscope of the NHL, and he he got a taste of some success in the playoffs. Uh, that playoff series against um, Montreal. Um, personally, I didn't think he played that well, uh, but it, it was the Canadians who had difficulty finishing chances against him, and um, and and he got some success and and uh, maybe got away from his focus. And I think that's hurt him uh, this year. And uh, I think Vigneault is, is right to some extent. Uh, and then when you start to struggle, things seem to snowball mm-hmm. because you don't have those uh, coping strategies to get back on track. That's right. So, um, of course, uh, as I said, Carter Hart sat for two games. Brian Elliott started both games against Washington in Philadelphia last week. Um, but... The second game against Washington, the game that was played on Saturday, um, oh my goodness, Elliot did not look good from the get-go. Um, and he ended up giving up three goals in the first period and a little bit. Uh, and he got yanked. Carter Hart is supposed to be getting getting back to feeling him like himself and getting back to being confident. And he ends up having to come in in relief of Brian Elliott uh, in the middle of, of of a game where Washington is just lighting them up. Um, and they do they you know he 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 played okay. he did he did all right coming in. Um, they they did not win that game, but it was it was close. It was a five to four uh, victory for the Washington Capitals. But Rick, that's kind of more um, the indication that I, I and Forgive me, I'm not going to remember who said this. I don't know if it was Anthony Sanfilippo. Um, it was it was one of the the Flyers uh, Flyers reporters, um, I, and I, it's, it has slipped me slipped my mind who said it. But someone on Twitter said um, having Brian Elliott is a luxury. He shouldn't be the go to guy. Well, and it's because he he doesn't fare well in that role. He's a very good backup goaltender, and when the pressure isn't on, when it, the, there's a very different mindset when when you're the guy and you have to carry the team versus uh, not much is expected of you because you're coming in to spell the the, the starter and uh, you're able to uh, uh, be very good in that role. Um, also remember, I, I mean, the, the schedules for all the teams in March is brutal. And, uh, Brian Alley has had some injury issues. He's 35 years old. And, uh, can you put such a, a load on him no. both physically and mentally? You really can't. Um, and, and, and that's the point. He's supposed to be there as the solid backup in the tandem and he has been up to up to this point he every time he has come in he's been clutch um but i think you start to ride you start to have to ride him too much and as you say you know i mean he's not a young goaltender um and and there there is a you know there is a a, i don't want to say a limit to what he can do but there but you can't you can't play him the way that you would play someone in their late twenties or even early thirties. 
Now, thankfully, the Flyers then went on the road. And Vigneault had said that he was really, even Giroux said that they, the team was really looking to getting out for this road trip, uh, that they felt that maybe they could shake off everything that had happened over the last week and a half um, and, and really get back to winning. And that's what they did. They, they went into Madison Square Garden, um, facing off against the New York Rangers. And uh, they played a very good first period. Uh, actually went to intermission up to nothing, which was just like unheard of for the Flyers uh, for quite a while now. Um, came out and in typical Flyers fashion, played an absolutely garbage, trash, rubbish second period. It was horrendous. And then put it together in the third and end up went, ended up winning it. Um, Carter Hart, um, as you know, admittedly still has things to work on. It wasn't a perfect game, but his saves were solid. He looked sharp. He looked confident. Um, he was, he was really, um, you know, attacking things. Uh, so Rick, I think, you know, maybe if they can start to find some success on this road trip and Carter Hart can get back into his rhythm, hopefully fingers crossed, there won't be another goaltending crisis in Philadelphia. And speaking of backup goaltenders, that win came in overtime against backup Keith Kincaid, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was interesting to see. Uh, so, so the Flyers have to do the same thing. They they have to take advantage of an inconsistent Rangers team on Wednesday, and then they're going to face a real tough test with three in a row against uh, division-leading New York Islanders. They are. It's going to be a tough week. Um, as you say, it's a tough test. And getting out with, with two points... To start it is is a good start. They need to build on that. Um, Provorov looked good last night. Gostaspair did not. Gostaspair has has had nights where he's looked great, and then last night not so much. But Nate Prosser was was playing. Nate Prosser was just okay. Um, it's you know Vigneault has had to shuffle things on the back end and in the forward lines quite a bit this year, and and the right combination still hasn't locked into place. Um, hopefully it gets there. Uh, if there's one thing Vigneault is, is never satisfied with, it's just good enough. Uh, so he'll keep tweaking until they get there. Uh, so we'll see, uh, got lots of games against the New York teams this week and let's hope they can, uh, put it together. Um, We are going to take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to talk about the Lehigh Valley Phantoms um, and get you up to speed on how they are doing and some some information about some of the young prospects that you're definitely not going to want to miss. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM, its team, and its portfolio of brands at rocketsportsmedia.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. Find us on Twitter at The AHL Report. Check out our original game photography on Instagram at AHL Report and watch our exclusive video interviews with players, coaches, and other notable hockey names on our YouTube channel, at All Habs. Just remember to turn on notifications so that you never miss a video. 
The AHL Report, your premier source for Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and all American Hockey League news. Rocket Sports Media is currently recruiting talented, motivated, and committed people to join our team. If you're a student wishing to gain experience, a young professional interested in broadening your credentials, an experienced hockey mind looking for a platform to share your expertise, or a passionate fan looking to contribute to our publications by connecting with fellow hockey fans, we want to hear from you. If you are bright, loyal, passionate, and willing to dedicate yourself to a remarkable team, visit AHLReport.com and click the Join Our Team tab at the top of the page today. And welcome back to the Press Zone Philadelphia, right here on Rocket Sports Media and the AHL Report. I am your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. And uh, there's two places, actually there's three. We'll give you a couple of them right now. We don't want to throw too much at you at once. Uh, we want to be sure you're following us on Twitter at the Press Zone, first and foremost. But we also want to make sure that you're following us at the AHL Report on Twitter. That's where you'll find um, all of the game recaps uh, that we have for you. Uh, lots of information there. Uh, many times there's uh, post-game audio there uh, if you're a Phantoms fan. So you want to make sure that you're going there uh, and following us at the AHL Report. And of course, in this segment, that's what we are going to talk about is the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And they actually ended up not being able to play very much last week, Rick. Um, they got through one period on Wednesday night in Newark, uh, facing off against the Binghamton Devils. Um, the game was tied 1-1. Uh, at the end of that first period, they went through intermission and the teams were getting ready to come back out on the ice. In fact, they they had started to walk out um, and suddenly got sent back into their dressing rooms. And the AHL immediately announced that the game had been suspended uh, due to COVID-19 protocols affecting the Binghamton Devils. So um, we're not sure if that meant that there was a positive test that came back. Um, you know, we've, we've seen this before where, uh, because not all teams or leagues have access to the, the, the rapid testing that sometimes results come back a little later than they would like. Um, and that's what happened here. So, um, not only did that game get suspended, the Phantoms packed up and, and drove back to Allentown. Um, it also meant that their Saturday game, when they were supposed to be hosting Binghamton, uh, that ended up getting postponed as well. So two games uh, did not happen, really, for the Phantoms last week, unfortunately. Gave them a little bit more practice time. Um, but it also meant that they didn't play until Sunday. So Sunday afternoon, they traveled to Hershey. Uh, Hershey had not played in a week because they were also supposed to play Binghamton at, at some point through the week, and that didn't happen for them either. Um, and so they faced off against Hershey uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon, and uh, my goodness, um, 
it was uh, <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, they've they've had some success against Hershey this year, uh, but this time there was no overtime. Um, they they won handily four one. Um, and Rick, the really exciting part of it was first of all they did get a power play goal. They've they've struggled on the power play, uh, but they they managed. Uh, Derek Pouliot actually roofed one on the power play. Um, but the more exciting part was uh, Tyson Forster scored his first professional goal, little uh, cross crease feed by David Kasha and Forster was right there on the doorstep to just tap it in. Um, but Wade Allison also made his pro debut in this game, finally got healthy after his injury, uh, was assigned to the Phantoms and, and made his debut in this game. Well, he ended up with the fourth goal of the game. Um, really nice wrister, uh, so pretty special game for, uh, for for not only the Phantoms, but for two prospects scoring their first professional goals. Absolutely. Uh, and and you have Tyson Forrester from Alliston, Ontario, and Wade Allison. <laughs> there's no connection there. He's from, no connection. He's from but, Manitoba. But, but it's just... Uh, the Alliston thing. The yeah. Alliston. Alliston, mm. Alliston, Alliston, you know. You know. You know, but it was nice to see both of them um, getting their first goals and and a special moment for both of them and their families. Absolutely, um, you know Tyson Forster's really uh, he's he's been um, he's been very good. Uh, he's been kind of lapping the whole thing up. Uh, you know he's he's got a goal and an assist in six games played, um, but he's he's he play now this past this game he was actually playing on the on the fourth line. Um, with uh, it was David Kasha's line. Um, but sometimes he's up on the second line. He's he's Scott Gordon's been kind of shuffling him around a, a little bit. Um, Allison was playing on the third line. That was uh, Chris Mueller's line. Um, and uh, it, it's just it's good to see that the prospects are coming along. Uh, not so good news for Wyatt Wiley. Uh, towards the end of of the game, uh, actually towards the end of the second period, caught a puck up high right in the face uh, and had to be helped off the ice. Uh, there was plenty of cleanup after that one. And, you know, it's, it's a, you always hate to see that happen. Um, he did not return to the game. Uh, there he was, I, I think it caught him pretty good right in the mouth. Um, so I'm sure a visit to the dentist was in order. Um, you know, you, you always cringe. You hate to see that happen. You particularly hate to see it happen for, for younger players. Um, you know, who are, who are just excited to be able to be there and, and doing what they're doing. Um, but also you're reminded, uh, unfortunately reminded this week too, that, that every time something like that happens, you do hold your breath that those players are going to be okay. Yes, they wear mouth guards. Yes, they wear helmets, but, uh, we see in, in the KHL, uh, today, um, young, um, 19-year-old captain of of the St. Petersburg Dynamo, uh, his name is Timur Fizutinov, um, was hit in the head with a, a clearing attempt um, by the opposition um, on Monday and unfortunately um, rushed to the hospital, was in critical condition, and um, it ended up being a fatal injury. Um, it, Absolutely tragic. It is just, a, it, it is, it is, gut-wrenching to hear i know i just used that term um in in the first segment but 19 years old the captain of a khl team has his whole life and career ahead of him um, and something as innocuous as a clearing attempt um so not to compare the two but just 
thankful that Wyatt Wiley was able to get up, get off the ice. He'll get treatment. He'll be okay. Um, but um, things happen fast in hockey, and uh, we we certainly our thoughts go out to um, St. Petersburg Dynamo, uh, the team, and uh, and of course uh, that young man's uh, family as well. So Rick, it's uh, you know it's it's been it's been a bit of an adventure for the Phantoms. I think with all of these postponements, I think the schedule is going to get even more and more and more and more condensed for them. Um, they've got a few games coming up this week. Now they play, um, I believe, a home and home against Binghamton, um, and then they play on uh, Sunday. Um, so lots happening. Um, should also mention. Um, one player who was not in that game uh, for Hershey was Brennan Saulnier, who was serving his one-game suspension for elbowing. Um, that that one period that they played in Binghamton on Wednesday night, well, Brennan Saulnier managed to get an elbowing penalty in there, and it ended up uh, being suspended for it. Um, but interesting, just just a little, you know, Rick, we like to, we like to make hockey connections and tie things together for, for folks. And so, um, for, for Canadian hockey fans who, who might be listening, um, he's, Brennan Saulnier has got some family ties with the game of hockey. His sister is Jill Saulnier, um, who, um, not only plays for, uh, Les Canadiens de Montréal, which is, um, the Canadian, the, the women's, uh, pro hockey team uh, that plays in Montreal. But she was also part of um, Canada's national women's under-18 team that won gold uh, at the IIHF uh, under-18 championship. And um, she also um, made her debut with the Canada women's national ice hockey team at the 2014 Four Nations Cup. So um, she's got some some hockey... Uh, on her resume as well. Lots going on with the family. Both from Halifax, uh, Jill, the older sibling and, um, and Brennan, uh, not, I, I, I hesitate to call him a prospect 27 years old. And it's, uh, probably would be in a normal season, uh, with Reading in the ECHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, a tough customer and, and, uh, has uh, has been up for uh, a few games uh, with uh, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. That's right. Uh, and actually, before we wrap this segment up and head to our uh, third segment, we've you know literally breaking news: uh, the AHL has announced that that game that was suspended on Wednesday night for the Phantoms between uh, after one period, they will complete that game on Monday, April twenty sixth at six o'clock in Newark. Uh, so the game will resume starting with the the start of the second period with a score of one one. That'll be. <laughs> That'll be interesting. <laughs> Short night that night. Uh, only 40 minutes of hockey uh, will be played, but uh, do have a now have a resume date, Monday, April 26th. And let's hope uh, that maybe, fingers crossed, some of these COVID postponements will start to slow down. Um, seem to get a new announcement about them every day. So keeping our fingers crossed that uh, the Phantoms will be continuing to play. Uh, we are going to take one more quick break on the other side we're going to go around the AHL and we're going to introduce you to this week's player of the week as well as uh, take a look at the standings and see how the Phantoms are faring so don't go anywhere we'll be back right after this 
For all the latest news, interviews, analysis, and commentary about the Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and every other team in the American Hockey League, as well as information on prospects, junior hockey, and international hockey, head over to AHL.Report, the home of the AHL Report. Follow along on Twitter at the AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's the AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media, AHL.Report. In every city around the world, sports fans flock to popular watering holes to share a few pints, some good grub, and to cheer for their team. Think your favorite sports bar deserves to be recognized? Or are you traveling to a new place and need to find the perfect spot to watch a game? HockeyPub.com is the answer. Find out where the best spots are in your city to eat, drink, and meet fellow fans. HockeyPub.com the Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. And welcome back to the Press Zone Philly right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. Uh, once again, I am your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Uh, and be sure you're following us on Twitter. I know we mentioned this in the last segment, but uh, at the Press Zone, at the AHL Report, here's one more for you. If you want to follow along with our Flyers and Lehigh Valley Phantoms live in-game tweets and updates, you're going to want to follow us at the Flyers Report as well. Uh, and uh, that'll keep you tapped into all of the latest news as it's happening. You know, a lot of times the Phantoms are playing at the exact same time that the Flyers are. So you can watch one, uh, you know, you can watch the Flyers game and be following along at the at the Flyers report and you will be keeping you posted on how the Phantoms are doing at the same time. So, Rick, in this segment, we go around the AHL. We always start with acknowledging who has been selected as the CCM AHL Player of the Week. Uh, and this week, it is a goaltender. And that goes, the honor goes to Providence Bruins goaltender, Jeremy Swayman, uh, stopping 51 of 53 shots over his two starts for Providence last week, uh, getting him his first career shutout. Um, extending his winning streaks to seven games to start the season. 
to start the season and to start his pro career. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he's unbeaten and in those seven starts, giving up just eleven goals total. Uh, so it's it's great for a a, a, a player who uh, was at the University of Maine. He won the Mike Richter Award as uh, the college's top goaltender last year, and uh, and uh, I don't know. I I just think a goaltender should be in this uh, this spot every week, don't don't you? The, the CCM <laughs> Player of the Week. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It just seems right somehow. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll put we'll put your we'll. Is there a suggestion box at the AHL? Yeah, Can we? Sh- <laughs> there should be. <laughs> Can we put it in? Um, so let's take a look. We said the Phantoms have been have been doing pretty well. Uh, let's take a look at the standings. Uh, and sure enough, there they are, sitting at the top of the North Division standings with a 727 winning percentage, having played 11 games. Now, granted, Rick, Utica is on their hot on their heels. Um, just five one hundredths of a point behind them in second place, but also with uh, two games in hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. with two games in hand. Um, Hershey coming in third, followed then by Rochester, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Syracuse, and Binghamton. Poor Binghamton. Binghamton's having a having a really tough season. They are two five and two uh, on the season. Um, so that's. Uh, it's pretty good for the Phantoms. Eleven games played and sitting, sitting at the top of the North Division right now. They're doing great. Uh, Hershey is is just one loss behind, and mm-hmm. so the the standings are really tight. Interesting for me is uh, seeing that uh, the Phantoms are the most disciplined team in the <laughs> AHL. With How did just, that happen? <laughs> uh, well, I was going to ask you. <laughs> just eighty minutes and penalties, which is way below any other team in. American Hockey League. Yeah, there aren't many that are even in double digits. Most of them are in triple digits. Mm-hmm. Um, the San Diego Gulls have a whopping 257 <laughs> penalty minutes right now. I don't know what uh, Sylvain Lefebvre and his crew are doing out there, but uh, yeah, uh, 80 penalty minutes. Apparently, a- apparently uh, playing on Hamilton Street is not the same as playing on Broad Street. I see. Okay, that's the explanation. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Providence, we just talked about the uh, Providence Bruins having the the player of the week. Um, would you say that they are hand... There's only three teams in their division, but I, I think it's pretty safe to say that they're in first place. Yeah, it's not even it's not even close with Hartford and, and Bridgeport at all. No. Um, an 808 winning percentage and Hartford in second with a 375. It's oof. It's uh, it's rough. Uh, Providence has played 13 games. They're 10, 2, and 1. Uh, really, really strong start uh, on the season for them. Um, in the Canadian division, Stockton, who should be playing in California, but this season is playing up north of the border. Uh, Stockton is actually leading... Uh, Eight to th- uh, eight and three to start the season with the Laval Rocket uh, in second place, um, and uh, it looks like uh, the Central, uh, the Chicago Wolves. Is it like every single season? I feel like the Chicago Wolves just plant at the top of that division and sit there. Um, but my goodness, you look at that Pacific Division, the Henderson Silver Knights in their inaugural season. 11 and 2. Yeah. Uh, 846 their uh, winning percentage and they're they're leading the the entire AHL. They it's it's 
I mean, good on them. Um, we've talked about them a little bit in, in terms of the entertainment standpoint, but apparently um, their entertainment is not the only thing that they're good at. Uh, they're pretty well, good. Well, they're entertaining their fans by winning a lot. That's right. Yeah. Do they have fans? I guess they do have fans now. Of course. They do. No, it's, n- yeah. No, I mean like in the building. Oh, I see. That's what I'm... It's so hard to keep track of which arenas have fans and which, which don't, but I think they do have fans in the building. But yes, even the fans that are watching on television um okay so the lehigh valley phantoms doing pretty well we'll see if that can continue after this week once they get a few more games under their belt uh and of course we like to end every week with a feel-good finale uh and rick this was one that you introduced me to um you know we love new technology we love um really good you know i'm a i'm a former video editor. Well, not former. I still do video editing uh, now as well, but always uh, impressed by video technology. And you sent me quite an amazing, I don't like to use that word very often, but quite an amazing clip uh, that we just felt that we needed to talk about. This was uh, passed to me by uh, my brother. It it's, uh, involves a drone, a racing drone. Yes, they have uh, drones that compete and race. Uh, a racing bone, a drone was used in a bowling alley. Uh, the bowling alley is called Bryant Lake Bowl, and they're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And to get some attention, and they certainly did that, uh, they let a drone loose uh, with a, 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 a racing pilot um, who um, mapped it out and found his way through a, a bowling alley when it was uh, in progress. Wow. Uh, 87 seconds of a, a continuous shot, a continuous shot as it goes through the, uh, uh, the bowling alley, um, uh, accompanies the, the ball in cases back through uh, some bowlers uh, into their, their concession area, their restaurant and back out. Uh, it is spectacular. Um, you like and, hold your breath through the whole thing because you think it's going to crash into something. Uh, and it does crash at the end, uh, but apparently the drone is fine. Uh, <laughs> are the reports? But this has been. Uh, this was noticed by uh, Hollywood directors. They have a write up in the New York Times. Uh, one Hollywood uh, director said. Uh, uh, this film adds to the language and vocabulary of cinema, oh, which uh, you don't usually get from a bowling video, uh. but uh, there's more Big Lebowski in here than there is in any kind of, uh, you know, um, art film piece. Absolutely. Uh, but it is, it is, uh, it is spectacular and uh, you should seek it out. Absolutely. I agree. It's called Right Up Our Alley. Right Up Our Alley. I like it. So go uh, Google that for sure if you haven't seen it. And um, just a spoiler, yeah, it was the tenth take. Uh, they they went through nine tra- ah, takes, uh, and there was some right. some crashing and some um, you know accidents and things. But the tenth take was perfect. Right, and uh, one continuous shot, eighty seven seconds it's of your time. Really, really impressive. Uh, you definitely have to go look that up and watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, you mentioned the word spectacular. There is one more piece of Flyers-related news that is pretty spectacular that uh, we would be remiss if we did not mention because it just happened today. Um, Cam York, Flyers prospect uh, defenseman, 
named the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, uh, also made the All-Big Ten first team as a defenseman. Uh, Playing for Michigan this season, he had 20 points in 24 games. Uh, Rick, it's pretty exciting to see Cam York uh, get some accolades for his play in the NCAA this year. Absolutely. We saw Cam York um, in the World Juniors, and uh, he's had a great year. As you said, a nominee for Player of the Year, but picks up the defensive uh, award uh, for this season. Tremendous. So congratulations to Cam York. Can't wait to see in the orange and black. Hopefully it's going to be sooner rather than later. Um, and we can't wait to see you back here with us again next week. Uh, remember, this is the new Press Zone Philadelphia. So it is one podcast completely for you, Flyers fans and Phantoms fans. Uh, and so we can't wait to uh, get back with you again next Tuesday when we'll have lots more to talk about with the Flyers and the Phantoms. Uh, be sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast app you are currently listening to this on, or if you're listening uh, on the website player uh, at ahl.report, then just hit subscribe right in the player so that you never miss an episode. And uh, Rick and I can't wait to see you back here again next Tuesday right here on the Press Zone Philadelphia. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of the Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit ahlreport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.